year seven of the You're Down with CTE Fantasy Football League. This is the Commissioner's Report. 2022-2023 has to be different. We have to dethrone these chapin motherfuckers who cannot stop running their mouth about their championships. So rise up, Greenwood, and let's get on to the report. Week one is in the books, and could this weekend of football have gotten any better? I mean, you started off with Thursday night, the Bills just absolutely throttling the Super Bowl champions. I think they're paper champions. I don't think they're going to be – they may be lucky to get the playoffs this year. I don't think the Rams are that good. But then Saturday, you got App State upsetting A&M. You have Marshall upsetting Notre Dame. Sorry, Rick James. You had Bam almost losing to Texas. Um, Kentucky-Florida was a great game. Nebraska losing Georgia Southern. And then they fire Scott Frost. It was a really good weekend. And then Sunday, the main event. Oh, it was so awesome to have Red Zone Channel back on, ready to go. I had the fantasy teams lined up, ready to go. And so let's take a look at what happened in week one to you down with CTE. Let's go straight to the league scoreboard. And start off with the closest game of the weekend Singh and Harambe ending up in a tie with Monday Night Football I was up watching this late last night uh, because it was very consequential to my other uh, league my other team Um, I needed Russell Wilson to score quite a few points and he did and I got the win over there but uh, Singh had Russell Wilson as well in this game they end up 91.5 to 91.5 one of those just god awful ties these both of these teams are in the West Division, in the uh, Tupac Division. Um, great, great game uh, last night. You have to wonder where was Derrick Henry in the game plan uh, for the Titans in the Titans Giants game. Saquon Barkley looked the part, but for Harambe, Derrick Henry did not cut it. Um, for uh, Singus King, Elijah Mitchell goes out of the game early. Looks like now he's going to be out for a while. What do you do to fill in that running back spot? Of course, Antonio Gibson for Washington was sitting on his bench at 15 and a half points. Michael Thomas was sitting on Singh's bench. I guarantee you he's not going to be on the bench next week. Uh, Michael Thomas had a huge game, looked really good. So, and Zach Ertz, 10 points on the bench as well. Both teams here had bench points left. Uh, Waddle was on Harambe's bench. Gabe Davis for Buffalo. Of course, I mean, who would have played him um, with 16 points? So definitely some points left on the bench that could have created a different outcome. Instead, we start off the year with a tie, 91 and a half, 91 and a half. Let's talk about uh, one of those Chapin matchups. Also in the Tupac division, um, Hans versus Fig Jam, our defending champion Fig. And when I look at Fig's lineup, I go, okay, where is the running production going to come from? Final score in this one, 117 to 93. Fig Jam, uh, his running backs were as follows. Cam Akers, who had zero points. Had hardly any carries. It looked like Henderson for the Rams got most of those. Brees Hall ended up with six points. Of course, uh, the Jets were down to Baltimore most of the game, so not sure how much running they were doing. And if you go and look on his bench, A.J. Dillon had a great game for uh, Green Bay. I think A.J. Dillon is going to be a big part of the offense moving forward because their wide receivers can't catch. Um, 16 and a half points. But then Tony Pollard with only two points. 
And who knows what to expect with Dallas moving forward. So if I'm Fig, I'm going, okay, I got Stephon Diggs, who gave me a big game. Jalen Hurts was a top three fantasy quarterback this week. That's always nice. Debo's going to usually give you some points, but got to have some productions out of the running back. As far as Hans is concerned, who is a former champion as well, um, solid day all across the board. Cordero Patterson with 20 and a half points. A late draft pick, great pickup, obviously, along with Cooper Cup. Um, DK Metcalf had a uh, quiet game last night, but could end up having a good season. I think Geno, Geno Smith looked good for the Seahawks. Uh, of course, Travis Kelsey having a normal Travis Kelsey day. Jerry Judy had a big game last night as well. So, for Hans, solid win out of the gate. 1-0 in the Tupac division. And um, that was the only two divisional games there. So let's go to who was the other team in the Tupac division. It was Rick James, who came out with a 128 to 105 victory over Fuck All Y'all. So now Rick James moves to 1 0 in the Tupac division, and Fuck All Y'all falls to 0 1 in the Biggie division. Rick James, huge day out of Josh Allen last Thursday night. Looks like he is on point to uh, continue that kind of production. But Saquon Barkley, good Lord, he looked like the Saquon of old. If he stays healthy, that is a big value pickup, um, which I believe uh, Rick James either got in early in the third round, I believe, is when he got Saquon. That would be a huge value if he stays healthy. Tyreek Hill looked great for Miami. Um, Got to wonder where Dalton Schultz is going to fall in with the with the um, with the Dallas crowd. Travis Etienne wasn't involved as much as I thought he would be. Um, perhaps that's going to change. The Bills defense had a solid solid day against the Rams, and um, he played his lineup perfectly. His bench did not score many points, so his lineup was on time, and you got 128 points out of it uh, for fuck all y'all. 105 points. Derek Carr had an off day, a couple turnovers. Jonathan Taylor had a definite Jonathan Taylor day. I thought Fournette looked really good. T. Higgins is now hurt. I'm not sure what the injury report is on him, so definitely going to have to go to someone on the bench there. Michael Pittman had a great game for Tennessee in that woeful 20-20 to tie with Houston. Had no business tying with them. Um, Buccaneers defense had a great day against Dallas. On the bench for fuck all y'all, Miles Sanders had a nice bounce back game, 16 points. And Amon Ra St. Brown, uh, wide receiver for Detroit, looked pretty good too with 16 points. Uh, Again, um, uh, great game. Uh, Solid, solid scoring across the board. Rick James should be happy with that. On the uh, flip side of that, God Hates Jags takes down in the Biggie Division, Talk is Cheat. The mayor loses 129 to 105. Very similar scoring to the previous game. For Jags, goodness gracious, alive. This, if if this lineup sticks around, this is going to be a good looking lineup. You got Justin Herbert had big game. DeAndre Swift, big game. Nick Chubb, solid. Nick Chubb was solid. Kareem Hunt was really the the big guy for uh, for for the Browns there. Um, Justin Jefferson, I, I don't even know where you're going to go with him. I mean, he he's enough to cover up both of your receiver slots if he stays healthy. 34 and a half points and the high fantasy score of the week. Um, Juju with a solid eight. Browns with a solid eight on defense. As far as the bench is concerned, you got Rashad Bateman for the Ravens sitting down there with 12 points. And now Dak Prescott 
he's going to be out for a while. On the talk is cheat side, Mahomes had a great day, 34 points, huge day. Um, but McCaffrey didn't get many touches. If he had not gotten that touchdown, it would have been a uh, really low scoring day. Um, Mike Evans had a great day, but now Chris Godwin is hurt. Um, you played George Kittle, and George Kittle did not even play. Edwards Hilaire had a great game um, in the passing game for the Chiefs. Um, you had Chase Edmonds on the bench there at eight points. Really, not much else you could have done. Definitely going to have to look at um, is, is Kittle going to stick around um, or is he going to be out for a couple more weeks. Final game on the slate um, at eight minutes and 11 seconds. I'll try to hurry this up a little bit more. Del Boca Vista, who is the commission's team, the new name for the commission, uh, going up against... Uh, Saturdays, former two-time champion, final score 93.5 to 85. Jamar Chase for Saturdays had a big game, but Saturdays struggled in other areas, including the running back position where Kamara and Josh Jacobs only produced uh, approximately 12 points. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow had not had all those turnovers. No telling what kind of uh, day he would have had. Um, just didn't get a lot of production in the other spots. On the flip side for Del Boca Vista, Kyler Murray, solid day. Was hoping for more out of Dalvin Cook, but Justin Jefferson was cooking. So, um, Joe Mixon, great day. A.J. Brown, great debut, but C.D. Lamb, very disappointing uh, for the Cowboys. In the end, 93.5 to 85. Del Boca Vista moves to 1-0. Saturdays moves to 0-1. If we go back to what the draft day um, final standing projections were, after the draft, um, after the draft, initially, God hates Jags. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, initially, Rick James was looked at as the best draft. Um, <clears throat> Del Boca Vista was looked at as the second best draft. Seeing as King is the third. Um, those projections have changed. You can find those um, in the draft projections under the league part of the page. Um, I didn't want to. Didn't want to go through, read through all of these. However, some things have not changed. Saturdays and Harambe round out the bottom um, as far as final projections. So right now, according to ESPN, your final projections would be God H. Jags 1, Talk is Cheat 2, uh, even with the loss, uh, Rick James 3, um, Fuck All Y'all at 4, and Del Boca Vista at 5. Those are ESPN's current projections after one week. Uh, a couple of notes, uh, top three quarterbacks this week. Talk is cheat had Mahomes at 34, Rick James, Josh Allen at 30, and Fig Jam had Jalen Hurts at 24. The top three running backs for this week, Rick James with uh, Saquon Barkley, fuck all y'all with Jonathan Taylor, and God H. Jags with DeAndre Swift. Top three wide receivers for this week, Jags had uh, uh, Jefferson, Singh had Devontae Adams, Harambe had Cup. The wide receiver is the interesting one. The top one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four. The top six tight ends for week one, only one is owned, and that's Travis Kelsey. The the next, listen to these names. OJ Howard, Taysom Hill, Gerald Everett, Will Disley, and Colby Parkinson. Those are the next five highest scoring tight ends from week one. They aren't even owned. So the question is, is the waiver wire going to be open up for action this week? Obviously, we've had some injuries happen. So once again, to recap, 
your league standings, God hates Jags and Del Boca Vista are in the win column on the Big E side. While Talk is Cheat, Fuck All Y'all on Saturdays are in the losers column. On the Tupac side, you had Rick James and Hans. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 yeah, that's right. Uh, Rick James and Hans winners. Harambi and Singh tied in Fig Jam with a loss. So only four teams come out of week one with an actual win. It's got to be a leg up somehow, right? Um, finally, quick preview of next week. Uh, 1-0 Hans versus 0-1 Harambi. Currently, uh, ESPN gives the edge to Hans in that one. Singh is King, who is 0-0-1 against Rick James, who is 1-0. Another Tupac division game. Right now, ESPN is projecting Singh to win that one. 1-0 God Hates Jags against 0-1 Fuck All Y'all in a Biggie Division showdown. Right now, it is tight. ESPN has God Hates Jags at 108.3 to Fuck All Y'all's 108. Fig Jam 0-1 in the Tupac versus Saturdays 0-1 in the Biggie Division. Also another tight one. Fig Jam is currently projected to win by a point. So that one's going to be close. And 1-0 Del Boca Vista versus 0-1 Talk is Cheat in the Biggie Division showdown. Currently ESPN projects Del Boca Vista with a victory there. That is it for week one. I'll see you all in week two.